Hey everyone, it's time for another episode of our Why I Built This series on the 20-Minute Fitness Podcast. It's your favorite German and host, Martin Kessler, today. And I'm here to really show you what is out there in terms of latest and greatest fitness and healthcare technology. And today I've got Austin Cohen on the show, a two-in-one VC and entrepreneur with an MBA from Columbia University and a very strong record of leading early-stage companies. While the VC side of Austin's background might always be on the hunt for the next Facebook and Uber, his entrepreneur side seems to have found his true mission, which is to make fitness more accessible. Austin co-founded, not too long ago, a company called Flexit, an a la carte digital fitness solution that enables users to work out at whatever facility they want, wherever they want it, and when they want it, and then only pay for the actual time that they use it. Kind of like the Uber for fitness. And even though Flexit has only launched in 2018, the company has been scaled at light speed ahead and they have already got 400 gyms signed up mostly around the new york city area and the east coast but beware they're coming to your town soon listen to this week's episode to learn more about flexit and their success and what you as a potential flexit customer could get if you sign up today but before we move on i'd like to thank our sponsor shape as you may know team shape's been working on a 3d body scanner called shape scale and we're currently looking for new engineers in both hardware and software so if you're interested and you know you may know even somebody in your network, you should head to our careers page at shapescale.com forward slash careers. On another quick note, if you guys like this podcast and enjoy tuning in, listening to me and Charlie, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. It really only takes five seconds for you, but it could really go a long way of helping others to find this podcast. Well, without further ado, let's go ahead and I hope you will have, wherever you are, whether it's in your office, whether it's on your commute, or whether you're just, you know, out there, out in the open, maybe going for a run. I hope you're going to learn something new today. Hey everyone, it's me, Martin, and I'm here in our studio in San Francisco. And today I'm actually connected to New York and I'm talking to Austin Cohen from Flexit. Austin, why don't you introduce yourself a little? For sure. Martin, thanks for having me. Excited to be speaking with you tonight. I'm out at the, uh, the headquarters for Flexit in New York, New York. I'm actually a New Yorker myself. I'm from here, uh, live and breathe New York and looking forward to sharing Flexit with you tonight. So Flexit is the quickest and easiest way to access gyms. Uh-huh. We have a nationwide network of gyms and we provide by-the-minute use to all of our users. So users can go to any of our gyms, they pay for their time in the facility, and their access is unrestricted. They walk into a gym, they sign no paperwork, don't take a tour, don't interface with the front desk. They go to the facility, scan in, and enjoy all the amenities and equipment. So walk me how it works. So I'm a user, I find yourself, I guess, on the App Store, iOS and Android, and I download the app, I sign up. What happens next? So you create that account, you sign a waiver, that waiver has you agreeing to the waivers of all the clubs in our platform. So you won't ever again have to sign paperwork at any of our clubs. Uh You're able to walk into any of our clubs whenever you'd like to. You approach the front desk. At each front desk, we implement a five inch by five inch QR technology. You hit the check-in button on your app, either iOS or Android, as you said, pulls up a camera plugin, which captures a QR code on the check-in checkout technology at the front desk. Once that code's captured, you go. That all happens instantaneously. So there's no real pause when you walk into the facility and check in. At that point, you're on the clock. The timer's running. You're paying by the minute. You so do you have like a giant one. timer running in your app telling you like, oh, you're 12 minutes in? And like, exactly. How, how do you even come you know, up with that idea by the minute? Why not yeah, by a so visit? Pay for what you use now is, is more at the forefront of people's minds than before. It's not a new concept, but it's very top of mind. And pay by the minute is hot right now. So today you can pay by the minute at hotels. Uh-huh. You can pay by the minute for cars, for scooters. 
pay by the minute for co-working space. We work actually just launched its pay by the minute service made by we. So pay by the minute's hot right now. You guys also have storage pricing like Uber? Um, so <laughs> coming down the pike, coming out soon, but a little, little more, a little more friendly. But we're trying to let people feel empowered. Today's consumers, especially millennials and Gen Z, are looking to control their spend and access at the tip of their fingers. And we want people to be able to walk into gyms and, and work out their own way on their own terms. And enabling them to access by the minute creates an empowering experience. You stay for five minutes, you pay for five minutes worth of time. You stay for three hours, you pay for three hours worth of time. And how, so how much do you pay like on average by the minute? So the rates vary across the platform. Sure. Uh, on the on the low end, uh, we have eight cents a minute, and we're seeing facilities on a platform all the way up to a buck sixty-seven a minute. So if you think about it, it's four to five dollars on the hour, all the way up to a hundred bucks on the hour. But on average, we're seeing workouts cost between six and fifteen dollars on the hour. Got it. And it's strictly speaking gyms, or is it also a little bit like class pass where you could join a class in a gym? Yeah. So uh, our users have unrestricted access at our facilities. So they have access to all of the classes and all of the amenities. So when a Flexit user walks into our gym, he or she can take any of the classes. We have a nice offering of CrossFits. Uh, we have some what we call general sports, right? So golf, for example. The majority of our platform is places with large cardio setups and large right. strength training setups. So traditional gyms. So you got CrossFit gyms and you have, I suppose, also like some boutique gyms. You also have like some larger gym chains on board or how does that look for you? Yeah. So our core competency is going to markets where we have large national presences and rounding out that offering with regional and local facilities. So we have multiple hundred plus unit gym chains. Uh, we round out our offering locally with boutiques, as you mentioned, CrossFits. So we power by, by the minute for open gym time at CrossFits, some CrossFit classes. We power boutique studios. So we have some spin studios on the platform, some hit studios. We have a really cool Versa Climber studio in D.C. So if you're down there, uh -huh. check it out. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, we're trying to span the spectrum of everything that a consumer would want to access in his fitness. But the core of what we're focusing on is the traditional gym industry. So those big boxes. Mm -hmm. And so where, where can I find one right now? Yeah, so we're currently live in eight markets. New York, New Jersey, D.C., Virginia, Maryland, Arizona, Illinois, and Florida. Another two markets coming in the next three months. And then we'll have this time next year, 2025 plus markets. So look out, awesome. coming, to the West, coming to the West Coast super soon. And um, so, so who's it really for in the end, like in terms of, you know, the customer? So the great thing is Flex is for everybody, right? Because whether you currently are working out or not working out, whether you're traveling or at home, you may want to switch it up. You can filter by amenities in our app. You may be in a city mm -hmm. and want a swimming pool and not have access to one during the hot summer months. And you may want to go get a workout and hang out at a pool and spend a lot of time there over the course of the day. Or you may want to go to a gym that's got a basketball court because you don't have access to court time. So we're for anybody, right? But do you find yourself like having a lot of, you know, users that are already signed up for like one main gym, but they want to switch it up? Or do you have like a lot of people that want to have pure 100% flexibility? They don't want to be tied down to any location or any club. They also want to have that flexibility to be able to travel to a different city in the country when they either for work or for leisure and then, you know, use one of your facilities over there. Exactly. So we're seeing all of the above. We're seeing people who have memberships who want to switch it up, get some variety. We're seeing people who have memberships at home, but are consultants posted up on the road months at a time who use us when they're away. We're seeing people who are class pass users, mm -hmm. right? They want to supplement their existing fitness options with Flexit. So we're seeing people staying at Airbnbs when they're on the road, know where to work out, use us or staying at hotels, want to use us. So we're seeing people who like to access flexibility, who want the variety and optionality, and we're seeing the travelers. And one of the cool things we were able to do is really cater to everybody. So whether you're 20 years old and you're home from college and you want to get that workout in during those two months, 
you're that working professional who wants to work out at home or after work or if you're on the road. And then if you're a 55-year-old guy or gal, we're here to cater to you. One of the things that we're focusing on is bringing down the barriers to entry at gyms, namely Mm -hmm. intimidation and friction, right? Going to a gym can be a daunting experience, but by creating this frictionless process, we're making it a more comfortable experience for people. So we're really trying to cater to everybody and help everyone get healthier, get moving and fit fitness into their life on their own terms. Gotcha. And how has it been received by like your partners? I mean, I can imagine that it is a bit counter, you know, intuitive to, you know, the traditional fitness club model of, you know, actually having people sign up for like a year or even two or three years and then never show up in the end. Yeah. You know, some of that's a misconception. I think a lot of gyms now today are trying to differentiate by creating experiences in the club that people really enjoy, uh-huh. right? Because that's how they're really going to hold on to consumers over time. With that said, the market is becoming increasingly busy, as I'm sure, right? You guys are sitting at the epicenter of it. Yep. Talk to a lot of other founders and entrepreneurs Boutique fitness is hot now, right? So many different options for consumers. In-home tech and streaming services, hot now, right? Both of these are pulling people away from gyms. And we're bringing people back into the gyms, right, in a flexible way. Mm -hmm. And if you think about what these gyms are doing is they're paying for leads right now themselves. Their, their digital advertising, Facebook, Instagram, et cetera. And there's an acquisition cost there. So we're lowering that acquisition cost for them. We're bringing them new people. We're leveraging unused inventory for them. So is it a bit like a trial for them as well? You know, like, let's say it's a teaser for me, like to go to the gym a couple of times. Maybe I like it so much that I'm going to sign up for one of their plans. So that's one use case, right? So we're effectively a marketing tool, a marketing extension of the gyms. Say you change your zip code, you move to a new neighborhood, you want to join a gym, right? If you're going to go to the same gym seven days a week, week after week, your your main way of accessing fitness is not flexi. You should be a member of a gym. And we will introduce you to the different gyms in your neighborhood. Try them all before you make a smart decision about where you want to join. So that's definitely one of the use cases. And how did you find like that whole experience uh, in terms of, you know, getting partners on board compared like to finding uh, users to come on the platform? It's it's a marketplace in the end, right? Like uh, what side did you see more challenging, actually? So the challenging nature is is the balance between supply and demand, actually, right? So mm-hmm. for, for Flexit to really be as valuable as it's going to be for consumers, we need the right level of supply for them. Fortunately, we have a, a really deep team of, of, of fitness folks. So we have a couple C-level guys on our side, on our team, uh, who are part of the gym operating side. And then my partner is Michael Rojas of Iron Grip. Mm -hmm. barbell company so we have some pretty deep legs in the fitness space we've been able to build out supply pretty quickly we launched ces in january we've already got 500 gyms on our platform so uh we're we're looking to scale the supply quickly so that we can give consumers the offering that that they expect but i think the reason that we've been able to see such success there and and is that we've focused on creating a gym first offering so our business predicated on our partners and so everything we do is to help the gyms right by helping the gyms we can give users the experience that they really want. So we're trying to bring gyms the right people, right? Not just people. And so so what are like the right people for a gym then? Right. So for example, you change zip codes, right? We're going to be very targeted about informing you about the gyms that are in your neighborhood that you should be trying so that you make a smart decision. Gotcha. And how how did you actually come up with the idea of Flexit? So fitness has always been a part of my life. I've been involved in a bunch of fitness businesses in the past. About half my career has been in the venture capital space. The other half my career operating early stage companies. Uh And um, I've accessed fitness in all sorts of ways, had all kinds of memberships, multiple memberships at once, gone through times where I didn't have memberships, spent a lot of time on the road. And look at consumer verticals over the last few years, 
And I've tried to understand how and why consumers can travel where they want to when they want to using Uber, stay where they want to when they want to using Airbnb, Hotel Tonight. They can access their food where and when they want using Postmates. In the mm-hmm. gym industry, you can do the same thing with boutiques, right? But if you're a guy and you want to hit the bench press, you can't do that. And yeah. there's got to be a way to cater to the group of people who are looking to do so, right, to keep up with current consumption trends. Yeah, I guess you can't just, you know, like get a personal trainer to come to your home because like you still need to have a rack or, you know, barbells or dumbbells or whatever you want to use for your workout right and at the end of the day big cardio setups and big strength training setups are here to stay right they're never going anywhere so there had to be a model where the gyms could keep up with current consumption trends and consumers could access gyms the way that they were accessing other consumer verticals and flex it was born out of those realizations and personal experiences i just one one layer on top of that is that personally i've always wanted to have and share my passion for and interest in fitness with others and i had multiple surgeries over the last few years due to a sports injury herniated uh, Mm-hmm. disc in my neck and actually started flex it during that time period it, it was a way of transmuting my excitement and interest in fitness how did that come about i mean you, you go like through major surgery and suddenly you have like a light bulb moment of like starting a new company in fitness when here you are kind of like stuck maybe to a bed recovering from your injury uh, how, how does that work Actually, was uh, recovering from from surgery uh, a week after I started Flexit. I had two surgeries over two years, and it was kind of in between those two surgeries where I formulated the plan for going forward on it. I'd been nuking the idea for a few years mm-hmm. as I was investing in different consumer businesses during my time in BC. Right. And so, yeah, during during that period between the first surgery and the second surgery is, is when I put the plan together and started to get rolling. And, and how did that look for you? Like, was it easy, like that beginning, like you put a plan together and you go about it? Like, how, how did that look? I mean, I'm, I'm a serial entrepreneur at heart, so that wasn't the difficult part. I think the key for me was figuring out how we were going to build this network, right? Mm-hmm. Two-sided marketplaces are difficult. So a lot, a lot of it was, uh, you know, figuring out how we could get a quick network of gyms to start rolling and where we would want to kick this off, what the what the fastest way to do so would be, and, and putting plans together to create the right technology for users, a lot of research. I went to Columbia University for my undergrad and for my business school, so spent a lot of time up there doing research mm-hmm. studies, lining up our team. Like I said, wouldn't have gone into this without the awesome folks on the fitness side behind us, 100 years plus of experience. Um, so I'd say all, all of that was part of the initial kind of go, go forward plan that we were putting in place before we really dove in. And do you have a co-founder? I'm a solo founder. I'm uh-huh. a solo founder. My partner is Michael Rojas, who's the founder and CEO of Iron Grip. And I have a uh, some some folks on our team who work really closely with me who effectively are, are acting co-founders. But um, as a solo co-founder, it's been important to build a really strong team yeah. of folks who we can lean on. Did you already have like a network like through I don't know, like your previous investments or through Columbia or like how did that come about for you? For sure. So Columbia has been an amazing resource, continues to really, really awesome for Flexit. Some of our investors are folks who've invested in businesses with mm-hmm. me in the past. So that that definitely was helpful in getting us off the ground early on. So those network effects have all been really important. And I, I think building a really strong team of advisors was really helpful early on in, in helping to propel us forward at the, in the early stages. Gotcha. So I'm going to pull a quote from a recent TechCrunch interview where you said Flexit's 
corporate team has superior industry reach and best-in-class tech and a concept unlike that of its competition. Can you tell me a bit more about that statement, like what you know, like the competitive landscape looks for you like and what makes you really so different from you know what else is out there? Yeah, so there's there's very little in the market now where uh, even the big players, your class pass or your gym pass, right? These companies with these very large valuations right now, right? $500 million valuations and up to gym pass, of course, the billion dollar valuation mm-hmm. now. There's, there's still friction. There's still paperwork, right? And you hear this from folks all the time who work with ClassPass. And ClassPass, by the way, is, is supplemental to Flex. Yeah. We, we, we see them as a tool that consumers, millennials, and Gen Zers are using, and we're a way of rounding out that offering. But we are a frictionless, a most frictionless process. So like I said at the outset of our mm-hmm. conversation, you walk into a gym with Flexit. It's unlike anything you've done previously. You walk in, you hover your phone, and you go, and it all happens instantaneously. So almost as if you just walked into the facility without ever pausing, right? And it's perfectly secure for our gym partners who are receiving the check-in information in real time in front of their faces via technology that we built them. So I think from an experience perspective, right, separate from the team that we put together, the approach that we have to acquiring customers, gyms, and consumers, because it's two-side marketplace, I think from an experience perspective, and we've gotten this feedback from our gym partners, it's unlike anything consumers have had before in the fitness industry, but it's like Uber. So back to your point before about, do you see a timer during your workout? You see a timer and a rate meter, but kind of like Uber, you're using the app before the ride and then you get in the car and you're not really looking at the Uber app while you're in the car. Mm-hmm. Flex it. You're checking in. You're finding gyms before you check in. But during your workout, your phone's in your pocket. Your heart rate's up, and it, it's all on your terms. With Class Pass, with a Day Pass provider, with something like Gym Pass. You're locked in, whether it's the credit allotment, the dollars you've allocated for that day, that week, or that month, that money's down. Here, you're controlling every single dollar that you're spending, and you're touching no paperwork and walking in and out, almost as if you were a member, right, unrestricted. So the experience is unlike anything else. I'm wondering, actually, do you you think it actually even transforms, you know, your whole workout experience? You know, like, I'm personally one of those, you know, annoying guys that, you know, doing my, you know, breaks between different sets that I'm doing in the gym, I tend to... To read and sometimes you know like i'm ignoring my workout timer you know typically between you know a minute or three and you know i keep on like spending more time than it's probably necessary in a gym and i guess if i had a running clock behind my back i would be like super focused and really making like the best out of like let's say 30 minutes that's part of our goal is we want your heart rate up right we want you to get a better workout uh-huh. in a shorter period of time and i'm sure you've spoken to other founders who feel this way you can actually get an even better workout right i, I think that screen time we're all busy right we talk Yep. some of the patterns of, of some of the folks that you frequently engage you know they're not necessarily going to the gym early and then again late right they're busy their schedules are demanding they have limited time let's get their heart rates up let's get them working as hard as they can in a limited time they're in the gym and if you want to take your time it's by the minute and the rates aren't crazy right they're very accessible so it's not like if you were to take your time in the gym that was your relaxation you wanted to drag it out that you you would be really you know you're not you're not burning through cash so I think we cater to people in, in those ways, but I think we really are going to help people to get healthier yeah. and more fit. So we want their heart rates up. All right. I want to take a quick break here to give our kind and awesome producer, Lila, a chance to share a few words about our sponsor. This episode of 20-Minute Fitness is brought to you by Gimme, the pioneers of organic seaweed. Some of you may not know this, but seaweed doesn't only have health benefits for us, 
but it is also a sustainable crop that benefits the health of our ocean ecosystem and our planet. The entire Give Me Snack product line is made with premium USDA certified organic and non-GMO project verified seaweed sustainably cultivated and harvested in agricultural protected regions of the south and west coast of Korea. Powered by one of the most nutrient-dense veggies in the world, the Give Me Superfood-based snacks are crafted to supercharge your day with nutritious, delicious, snackable fun. The two main products that they offer are the Gimme Organic Roasted Seaweed Snacks that come in olive oil, teriyaki, sea salt, sesame, and wasabi flavors, and the Gimme Thins that come in almond sesame, toasted coconut, and sriracha almond flavors. Fourth of July is just around the corner, and while it can be difficult to maintain a healthy diet when having a fun get-together with friends and family, the Gimme Seaweed Snacks are the perfect snacks to bring along for your Fourth of July entertaining. So if you're still looking for the perfect healthy snacks, for 4th of July, visit gimmesnacks.com or check them out on Instagram at gimmegrams and order your Gimme Snacks today. And we're back on air. And um, so, so for, for that type of user that, you know, really wants to switch up their experience, I mean, it makes a whole lot of sense when you think about class pass, you know, maybe you want to do like a soul cycle session, then the next day you want to do berries, boot camp, or you want to go the next day to a rock climbing gym. But how does it look for you guys? Like, how do I want to switch up my workout when going to a gym? Is it because I want to have some of those different class experiences or is it like certain gym equipment that I find like in different clubs that, you know, in, in others are non-existent? I think it depends on who you are and what your patterns are. So Everything you just referenced is accurate, but it could be as simple as you had a meeting, you had some downtime and you wanted to fit your workout in. So you used the gym that was mm -hmm. on flexed around the corner from you. So it really depends. To the point about splitting things up between your Barry's boot camp, your rock climbing, and whatever else you might be doing. At the end of the day, as a guy, for example, I personally need to hit the bench, yeah. right? I mean, I need to hit the bench twice a week. So no matter what's going on in my schedule, I'm going to make sure I fit that in with anything else I'm doing and flex it, right? And so it depends on what people like to do for their workout routines. Maybe you just want to hit the sauna and you have some downtime. Yeah. And so, so do you see it also particularly making sense for like the type of person there, you know, is like even like locally traveling a lot, let's say, you know, like I Now I have a meeting at 4 to 5 p.m. at that certain location. And then I can, you know, open up the Flexit app and then see, okay, hey, there's like that gym there. And I can just go there, even though, you know, it's not like my local gym. Exactly. I mean, if, if you think about this, you land in New York, you flew from San Fran to New York and you got into an Uber, you called your Uber when you landed. You didn't have a hotel yet. So you were on your app. You booked via hotel tonight, a hotel while you were in the Uber. You pulled up Postmates. You ordered some food using Postmates to your hotel, right? Yeah. You got to your hotel. You wanted to hit a workout. You were on the time difference. You should be able to pull up an app that lets you figure out the best place for you to work out depending upon what you wanted to do in that moment, right? And with mm -hmm. Flexit, you can do that. Do you also see like a future where let's say you have almost like i don't know if it would be your own gym but maybe gyms that exclusively work with um flexit or like on the flexible time principle of like not having a flat rate approach but really paying always by the minute i, I can imagine you know like if everyone would be paying by the minute I, i think like the gym would look very different in the sense of like when people would come like to the gym and how long they would stay and i mean that's often you know like one of the things um that you know inhibit me for instance like i cannot really go on doing a peak hour 
to a gym because it's going to be flooded and you're going to have long wait times to, you know, get, for instance, like a power rack. I mean, that, that was like one of the inspirations for Tonal, for instance, because like the founder was really frustrated by that whole experience. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to what, say what can and, and can and won't happen, <laughs> you know, a few, few years from now. But right now we're focused on, on pay by the minute today and uh, powering gyms with flex across the country on that by the minute basis. You know, could we be there in five years with an offering like the one you just described? Yep. Maybe. If we are, I'll uh, I'll make sure that you're the first caller. <laughs> And, and vice versa, like, like, do, do you see like yourself sticking to that model? Like, or do you see yourself like even having like a flexed pass where, you know, you have, I don't know, X minutes for X amount of money or maybe even X sessions like you find on ClassPass, for instance? What, what I'll say is that we fundamentally want users to feel empowered, to control their experience, to work out on their terms. So whatever we choose to do today, tomorrow, down the road, it, it's going to have that mantra behind us. We're committed to flexible fitness and enabling consumers to access that fitness on their terms. Today, that's pay by the minute, right? Maybe there's some additional bells and whistles and features that we implement down the road, but anything that we do implement will hold true to that mantra. Right. So what do you see like as like your most immediate, well, I guess challenges, but also, you know, what's going to, you know, be the future for you guys? What is like the next big thing for you? I'd say look out for a bunch of cool new markets, uh, really mm -hmm. awesome gym offerings that are coming out soon. We have some really exciting tech that's coming out soon in the next few months, stuff that hasn't been seen before on the market. So we're, we're very excited about that as well. And we're pretty certain that our consumers are going to feel the same way. We're announcing a few cool marketing campaigns in short order. So I'd say keep your eyes out and stay on your toes for some cool stuff that you haven't seen previously. But fundamentally, we're looking at, to bring Flexit to gyms across the country. So, you know, what do we need? What's a hurdle? Well, I want to be in every state today, right? <laughs> What's keeping you from it? Time in the day, bodies, mm -hmm. resources, yeah. right? So got to stay focused and, and proceed methodically. But we, uh, you know, in short order, hope to have pins on the map in all the states across the country. And once you have hit that point, what's going to be next? At, at that point, you know, when we have pins stacked on pins, we want Flexit to be the way that people, you know, go to to, to access new fitness facilities and, and try new places and figure out whether they want to join other gyms or if they want to, you know, supplement their existing offering with Flexit, but we want to be the go-to for gym access in a frictionless manner. Very cool. And how long have you guys been running now? Yeah, so we launched at CES in January, so it's been just a couple months. Wow, it's so. like super fresh, and yet here you are, 500 gyms. I mean, I think that's an impressive achievement already. We appreciate that. We're running this on, on an accelerated path. Uh, we work with, you know, very large companies. We work with AccuWeather, um, mm -hmm. Travel Zoo, public company. We just ran a seven-city campaign with them last week. We work with big fitness nice. companies, Norma Tech, Ice Shaker. So we we are committed to scaling this really quickly. So we're in 500 now, but but stay out and look out for us to be in a couple thousand pretty soon because that's uh, that's when things start to get really exciting for consumers. So been a really fast four plus months. We've been working on the company for for over 18 months. Mm -hmm. and, and from that moment, you know, 18 months. I mean, every entrepreneur has a plan, obviously, but then you know you put your plan into use, and you know, like how Mike Tyson said, you know, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. And I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, like. <laughs> Did it work out like you intended to or did something, you know, unexpected happen, you know, like that you didn't, you know, intend for it to happen and then, yet it did happen? So and any entrepreneur who, who, who says that the path is easy is not, <laughs> not, not 
embarking on a, a mission worthwhile embarking on or uh, is is uh, is not being honest. You know, it, it's it's hard building something from scratch, right? But it's also fulfilling seeing as this didn't exist this time, Flex didn't exist this time last year. Now people are using it, paying for it to be used, and people that we don't know have heard about it, and we hear this all the time in conversations. So that's that's definitely fulfilling. But yeah, I mean, there there are great days, good days, and days that aren't as good as as uh, entrepreneurship always always brings. Uh, but you, you kind of roll with it, right? So to kind of go along with the boxing analogy, stuff just just rolls off the shoulders, and I'm sure you've you've seen that in your business. Yep. All right. So I want to finish today some interview with you with our quick fire round. If you haven't heard about it, so I'm going to have just a couple questions for you. And I really don't want you to, you know, think too deeply and too long about them. I just really want to see, you know, what's on the top of your mind when I ask those questions. Sounds good? Yeah, sounds great. Yeah. So obviously you guys have an app, but do you have like any other apps or um, devices that you use in your you know, daily fitness routine? Yeah, of course. I'm a big fan of, of the Nike mm-hmm. workout apps. The Under Armour workout apps. Personally, use use all those. Mm-hmm. Spotify integration with anything fitness related. I like the Apple Watch pairing as well. Yeah. And uh, speaking of habits, actually, would you mind sharing maybe like one habit that you think has been really powerful in, in terms of your own health and you know maybe even fitness routine? Yeah, I I, I think that that switching it up is important. So I, I think you never want to get <laughs> stuck doing doing the same thing over and over again. Hence flex it. Uh, for, from a products perspective, I'd say get on board with Ice Shaker and Protein Cookie company and protein coffee company if you're trying to bulk up tone down uh-huh. um, just kind of really really big fan of their products um, so i personally use all that stuff day in and day out no matter where i am but it's a lifestyle right so you know i'm always trying new things wherever i am kind of in line with our wherever whenever and that goes in, in, in life or just in fitness in life too in life too right i, I think even all good routines have, uh-huh. have variety, right? How do you know what, what you want to stick to in a routine if you don't try a bunch of stuff? So I'm a big fan of that. A lot of it is, as I'm sure for you as well, you know, market intel, right? So I'm, I'm constantly trying to know what's going on and, and try everything in space. So I have a, a holistic understanding of how the ecosystem looks and evolves over time. Yeah, you got to keep it interesting. I used to have a t-shirt was always telling me variety is the spice of life. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, do you, do you actually have like a favorite workout? Honestly, the two things that I love that are, you know, just, just make me go are one, just throwing the, the beats, headphones on, turning the music all the way up and just going down late at night and hitting the gym when, when it's open and uh, no one's there. And two, just strapping the headphones on, lacing the shoes up and, and going out along the West side highway in Manhattan for a run when, it, when it's late along the wa- dark along the water you know that for me that's the go-to it's not about a specific class it's more about just locking in and taking my time and, and get getting it in absolutely and random question what would you do if you were stranded alone on an island tropic island it wouldn't be too cold yeah i'd, I'd probably kind of go back and forth between push-ups and planks for a little <laughs> bit until i got bored um <laughs> No, I uh, I think it's a, I think uh, introspection's important. Um, so I'd, I'd have some time to think and, and see what what the next evolution of flex it looks like, and then I'd <laughs> probably pull, pull my phone back out since we're all attached to our phones and try to call somebody in to get me out of there. <laughs> and what would you do if it was that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. You know, I I I I'd try to make the most of it. I, I tell you one thing I wouldn't do is I wouldn't try to swim to save myself. I can't I can't I can't swim if my life depended on it. So don't don't throw me into a cold body of water. Uh, maybe go to I have to work on some smoke signals then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um so as you know, like our audience is pretty 
fitness and health conscious and they always like to stay on top of new things and new methods and so forth. And do you have like any resources or books that you would like to recommend them? Yeah, I actually um, slightly un unorthodox because there's so much content out there. And I think fitness is a lot like entrepreneurship, actually. And I think everyone yeah. should read Shoe, Shoe Dog, Phil Knight's book, really an amazing story of entrepreneurship, yeah. which starts with the story of running and the importance of running the Nike. Like I said, we're really big Nike, Under Armour fans, etc. But I think that entrepreneurship is like fitness, is, is like sports and kind of the tie in between Nike and how it's tied to running. And Yeah, it's, it's pretty impressive, actually. I mean, it, it really speaks about the passion, right? Exactly. I mean, Phil Knight, he was passionate about running at the time when it wasn't even a thing, right? And I think that really contributed to the persistence, right? I mean, there were like so many moments during those founding years when the company could have gone bankrupt very easily if, you know, I wouldn't have been for his persistence and keeping to try and like really do what, you know, was out of the ordinary at the time. Exactly. And it's, you know, fitness is the same way, right? Sometimes it's easy to skip the gym in the way that Phil Knight could have given up so many mm -hmm. times, but I kind of got it. Those are the workouts you got to get in, right? The ones that, when it's really tough to get to the gym. So I'd recommend that read for those who haven't read it before. Personally, I, I also collect sneakers. So uh, mm -hmm. kind of hit, hit, hit at me from that perspective as well. Yeah, we make sure to put that book in our show notes as well for our listeners. And um, yeah, I mean, um, what would you say is like one thing that most people get wrong about fitness? Actually, that, that's a tough question. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to take a second to think about that. I think the biggest misconception actually is, is around weightlifting and strength training. And people think that if they strength train and lift weights and lift heavy weights, that it's going to bulk them up and mm -hmm. actually leans you out. So I'm the biggest proponent of even for cardio strength training. I think everyone should have strength training included as a component mm -hmm. in their ongoing workout routines. And I think too many people de-emphasize it because of the misconceptions they have around it. Well, what do you think of the the one by 20? <laughs> I, I, here's my theory. I think everyone makes of fitness what works for them, right? It needs to be comfortable for them. So I don't think anyone should should conform in fitness, right? If it makes them feel good and is, is working for them, whatever that means, they should go along with it. Sure. But I, I also think in general in, in business and life and fitness, no, no, no doesn't mean no. It means not now. So I think anyone can get into anything fitness at any time regardless of age right no one no one is is beyond the point of being able to, to get fit to get big to lean out to lose weight whatever it is so I, I urge people to to make fitness and this is in line with what we do at Flexit what make it work for them right create your own fitness experiences that make sense for your lives yeah and I think that's an excellent note to really finish our today's session because it's it's all about that right like putting in you know some effort no matter what age what time you can because like there's plenty of opportunities out there, be it a gym, be it a, you know, run in the park or, you know, even a 10 minute or seven minute hit workout at home. There's so much out there, but you have to get up and do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you have anything else that you would like to share with our audience tonight? No, I just say, uh, you know, reach out to anyone who flex it. We get back to everyone who reaches out. If you have any questions for us or, or want to partner with us, I appreciate you, uh, your fan base and, and your guys' time and look forward to seeing you guys grow and, and let, let us know how we can help. And for folks who are listening today, if they would like to give Flexit a try, we can offer them their first workout on us using awesome. code SHAPESCALE19. One word, SHAPESCALE19. Awesome. Yeah. So we're going to make sure to put that in our show notes as well. Well, thank you so much, Austin, for coming on the show tonight. It's been an absolute bliss. Thanks so much. Yep. Likewise. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Take care.
Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of 20 Minute Fitness, proudly brought to you by ShapeScale. Feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at shape underscore scale or Instagram at shapescale. Make sure to mention your comments, feedback, anything you would like to see different, any people that you would like to come on on the show, let us know. We also have an email podcast at 20minute.fitness. Make sure to also check out our show notes for a full transcript and further information on Flexit and Austin. Thanks again also to Austin for being such an amazing guest. Bye.